wish you could answer me, Mom. Mr. Atkins said he'd fail me if I was even a minute late again. My mom died a year and a half ago. It's like sometimes I can feel her around me. Mom? You have to be very careful. If you call out to one of the dead, all of them can hear you. Watching 30 movies. I'm back doing 30 podcasts. This is the ninth year of movie month. Please listen all June. All June. Monster man, good 
I know what you're thinking. Every other movie this month has been 2020, 2021, 2022. You know, fairly recent to very recent to new movies. And then out of the blue, there's a a seven-year-old PG-13 third part in a horror movie series. But if you know anything about movie month, I always try to look for a, a little series of movies uh, to watch, whether or, or a big series of movies, whether it's The Pirates or The X-Men or The Mission Impossible. That's how I got into all the Conjuring movies and the, the millions of those. And last year, I started watching the Insidious movies. I watched the first two last year, and I thought, well, there's two others, and I haven't watched any yet this year. I don't think I'm going to watch part four this year. I, I have um, a few open slots left in the, uh, in the schedule, but I don't think I'm going to be fitting part four. And, and, and yet I may. I may be like, you know what? I just want to do it. I want, a, I want another light little horror movie. Um, and sometimes it's about convenience. Sometimes it's about, well, what can I get done today? Because what I always find is towards the end of June, um, summer vacation starts getting in the way. Like on Monday, I'm going, uh, well, my wife is getting a back injection. Should be cool. Should be fine. No problem. On Tuesday, should be pretty relaxed. And on Wednesday, I think we're going up to, to, to New Hampshire to, uh, to visit my mother-in-law. And I'm like, okay, I need to um, get get a, a good movie on Wednesday, and, and definitely a good movie on um, the final day of movie month, which is Thursday. 28, 29, 30. Yeah, if I do my math right, the thirtieth, and I and I I'm pretty sure I know what my final movie of the year is, and I I wanted to do a a fairly big one to go out on the year. But in the meantime, I said, you know what? Today would be a nice day to catch up on this little, uh, this little series that is out there that is, that I, that I have, um, committed myself to, you know, for the most part, I, I find a series and I commit to them except maybe, um, this, this, movie with Liam Neeson where he has a certain set of skills that I'm just like, the first one, yeah, it's all right. I know everyone loves it, but meh, you know, I don't know if I ever want to see Taken 2 or Taken 3. And yet Insidious Chapter 3, sign me up. I, I, I have to admit, it's just a guilty pleasure with these movies to me. You got Lee Wennell, you got James Wan, they just know how to make these small, fairly low budget, pretty basic ghost stories. And that's all they are. They they create their they create a series of characters. They kind of give you a um not a franchise, but like I don't know what, what to say. They they create a universe in which there are um rules that there are that are out there. And you find these characters, and you 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 kind of look forward to seeing them. It's a weird thing. They're they're fun. They're not that heavy. They're not very long. 
Uh, with the Conjuring movies, the thing I liked about the Conjuring movies is that whether or not these stories, quote unquote, are true or based on true events, the characters are based on real people. And that always kind of I found interesting. With these movies, it's just let's make some some kooky spooky. Let's make some kooky spooky. Uh, with the first two, they brought their their favorite guy, Patrick Wilson, in. This time we're going on a prequel. So we're going back to the times of Dermot Mulrooney. Uh, but James Wan's producing again. I believe he made a cameo in it. Um, Lee Wano's writing and directing again. Uh, James Wan, I think, directed the first two. Lee Wano directs this one. And I think he's, um, he directed, or maybe he directed part two and three. I'm not sure. But either way, he's writing the next one, but he doesn't direct part four, which is interesting. But I think Patrick Wilson is back. Really, what it is is someone's being haunted and you get a reason to get Lin Shay in there, uh, Lee Waddell in there, and the the third guy, the funny guy. Well, the big, like, in this movie has a mohawk. Um, and what it does is it, this movie sets up how the two of them, the three of them, kind of got a working relationship as these two ghost hunting guys and this woman who is a medium who can connect to the other side. This story is about a girl who got, um, is it Elise? Is that her name? Lin Shay's name from someone. She wants to connect. She wants to um, speak to her mother who passed away. Lin Shay's like, I don't do that anymore. I'm really sorry. You know, maybe I could look into it a little bit. But she stopped looking because it's too scary for her. Because when you when you uh, contact one person on the other side, all, when you contact one of the dead, they all hear. Ooh. What I like that they do in these movies is, I mean, it's PG-13. There's no gore. There's no real blood, I don't think. There's barely any violence. The most violent thing in this movie was a car crash. And it was one of the most, like... I don't know, realistic, but it was like the way the car act, uh, uh, this girl, I'm spoiling this movie. It's seven years old. Uh, the way this girl got hit by a car in one scene, it jolted me. It surprised me. I went, whoa. And it it was like so out of nowhere. There was no screeching, no no headlights, nothing. It just boom, it happened. It felt realistic in a terrible kind of way. It felt realistic. Um she got in a car accident because she got distracted by a spooky ghoul uh, that once she started trying to contact her mom and got Lynn Shay to contact her mom, something else came through. The man who couldn't breathe or something like that. Oh, excuse me. They come up with these high concept names and then they make you a spooky, a spooky kooky. Um, where in the first one, it was like the red and black demon this time, I don't know if he was in the second one too. I forget. I think it was. Um, the second, wasn't the second one more of a prequel? It was a it was current, but they also flash back to Patrick Wilson as a kid. Or was that the first one? I don't know. But the I like the second one because it kind of connected into the first one. They did some cool things with that. Um, that paid, it was like some things that actually paid off. This third one has light references to the future, to what's going to happen. We see one of her former co-workers who was in the third one, who was in the second one with her in the future. Uh, we see um, them mention this woman in, you know, in the, in the further, in the, in the, you know, the demon realm or whatever it's called. We see her there. 
we see her feature. We see her saying she wants to kill and get after uh, Lynn Shay. So there's that connection. Because in the in the end of the second one, was it the end of the first one that Lynn Shay was killed? And then they used her as a ghost in the second one? Or it was in the end of the second one and then now this is a flashback? I don't, I don't remember. Um, I watched them both last year and I liked them enough. Again, real basic but effective scares. Camera angles. It's the positioning of the camera. The camera swings this way. It swings that way and you're expecting something to happen. Or they do this thing they do this thing which I'm not sure if any of it's original but it's effective the way they do it where you see the shape and someone's just in in the background you think is that the shape of a and then it moves you're like oh my god it is the shape of a person (laughs) things where um, what I also like is it's not all just happening to this girl like eventually her father discovers that things these things are very real uh, and that's when they call in these ghost hunter guys played by the director and writer, Lee Wannell. He's the the bloggy, nerdier guy. And then Angus Sampson's the big dude in the Mohawk. I like at the end where she's like, we should work together, but you need to dress a little nicer. Maybe a shirt and tie is like, no, nah, we're never going to do that. But of course, we do see them that like that in the first uh, Insidious movie. One thing I like is the detail to, with some of the tech stuff. So what I saw was this movie is supposed to be taking place in 2007. And there were no iPhones, no smartphones then. So she still had a phone that was one of those like it's like the front of it slid up and you could type texting that way. Uh, And there was even a texting little there was just these little things where she taps on the wall to her neighbor. The neighbor taps back. She taps again. The neighbor taps again. Then she starts texting him. She's like, you know, hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, I didn't wake you up, did I? He goes, no, I'm I'm not home. And you realize it wasn't her. It wasn't him tapping on the other side. Little things like that that aren't incredibly original, but they are effective. They do these little these little things, these visuals that you see that are just, as I say, they're just they just work. Sometimes they try to put their own little twist on things. Um, I can't think of anything. Well, just the monster alone, you know, and they always have names like this is the man who can't breathe. Or I looked it up. They call him the lipstick face demon. I call him the red and black demon, the bride and black, all these different things they do. Um, they make these little, uh, you know, this, this little world of demons and monsters. And I guess this is Lee Wannell's directorial debut. I didn't know that. Um, and I forgot. I also read that, uh, the James Wan didn't come back to um, direct. He was he could only show up for a moment, but uh, they didn't come on to direct until they. Oh, I'm sorry, he didn't come back to direct because he was doing Furious Seven. I forgot he did the Fast and Furious Part Seven movie, uh, and I don't. I think Lee Wannell. No, he doesn't direct the fourth one. I don't know. The point is. Um, it's an enjoyable enough movie. If if you like little jump scares and don't want to be completely freaked out and just want a kind of a short, fun, spooky, uh, enough creepiness uh, to be enjoyed, I, I would suggest these these movies. Um, I don't know where the first two are. I think one of them, some of them, the first one might be on Netflix right now. I actually watched this one on Tubi. I watched some spooky ghouls being kooky on Tubi. Um, 
I don't do a lot of Tubi. My cousin swears by Tubi because he adores C-level and D-level horror movies. I mean, his DVD collection is mostly made of these movies of Critters and Puppet Masters and all these things. And he, Tubi is filled with them. So he's going to be excited when I tell him that I watched some Tubi tonight. Uh, and yes, I, what, what I don't like about Tubi is they don't tell you where the, the commercials are going to be. But the commercials weren't that bad. I think there were three commercial breaks, maybe four. It's like watching something on regular TV. Uh, and I realize I don't think they had to cut much because this is a PG-13 movie. Again, so I don't think they cut anything in Tubi. But I'm saying even if it was on regular TV, I don't think they would have to cut much. Maybe, maybe the, I don't know. I don't know if they had to cut. I can't think of anything. There's a little blood. But real, or is it just like black, black goo? I don't know. But I do know one thing. This is one of my shortest episodes because I think I'm done talking about it. Um, I just, I realized something. These guys make a movie. I'm eventually going to watch it. I haven't seen, there's one more Insidious movies. I know James Wan did Malignant. I haven't seen that. I might check that out. I don't know if I'm going to do it for a movie month or I might just watch it another time. Um, and then, of course, The Conjuring World, even though they don't, um, I don't think they direct them anymore, but I still think they produce them and write them. They're still part of that world, always. And, of course, they they started Saw. I mean, they started, they right, they did Saw, they've done it, all these things. Um, they, you know, they created that modern kind of, gore porn horror porn as they call it with the you know the gross stuff but then they show that they can do something that's a little more i'm not going to say it's more cerebral well it's definitely more cerebral than saw but i'm not saying this is some deep heavy movie but i'm saying they they show that they're capable of making capable ghost stories to the point where you can make these movies for you know a, a fairly limited budget in in you know, retrospect to some of these movies and they will turn a budget they will turn a profit. These, these, um, Bloomhouse movies, you know, they just, they, they know how to deliver. And, um, that includes this movie, you know, okay. I wouldn't call it a really good movie. I wouldn't call it a great movie, but when you, if you like the first two, I, th- this is like, Oh, you get this and Oh, there's that. And there's this. And you, you like these things. And you know what? I kind of like the characters, so I like seeing them do these things. So I I will, you know, see the fourth movie eventually. When I do see it, it will be for me to talk about on movie month. Will it be this movie month? I don't know. Now I'm talking myself out of it, but I might be talking myself back into it soon. You never know. I know I'm not watching it tomorrow. That's for gosh darn sure. So listen, my friends, um, I think I'm done here. I think I, I, I've done quite enough. For tonight, I need to go take some pugs out right now. I'm gonna go take my dog, my brother's dogs out for him because I am a good brother. I mean, sure, yes, okay. He Venmoed me a few bucks to say thank you, and and he didn't he didn't really need to. I mean, of course not. I I, I also did not, um, I did not send the money back to him. I definitely kept the money, but he didn't need to do that, not at all. Uh, but here's the thing, I I'm going to be um, you know, in an empty basement taking them out while while he's out, and um. I'm going to be a little spooked out. Something about after these movies, the the dark corner, turning down the hallway, being alone in, in, a, in, a, in a basement, 
It's a little spooky. Little spooky. Um, but fear not. I'll be fine. And I'll be back tomorrow to talk more movies, more, more movies. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy day 24. Wow. I mean, it June flies by when you're when you're making podcasts every single day. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, it's July. I like the summer. Well, my wife just went on summer vacation today. So the real summer starts next week. And that's when movie month ends. Oh my God. This is the last Friday of movie month. The last Friday of movie month. That's an old song that I did years ago. Watch the baby driver episode or listen to the baby driver episode from a few years back. And now I'm done, my friends. I've babbled long enough. I'm going to finish my fresca right here. Ah, delicious. And now I'm going to go take some doggies out. So until tomorrow, my friends, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The Facebook page is simply Fens Not Experts. That's because the website is FensNotExperts.com. Um, and oh, oh, I have a letterbox. If you want to follow me on letterbox, it's Geek Mentality there. Um, I don't do a lot of writing. What I do is I link to the, the podcast, but there's lists. So you can follow along with every movie month ever. I need to update some of those links because they're old, but you can find all everything going back to 2014 uh, to see every movie I've ever done. Or, of course, you can go to fansnotexperts.com slash movie month uh, to see every movie that's ever been done because not every single one's a podcast. Some of them are blog posts. I may go back someday and read the blog posts and turn them into podcasts so that the full archive of movie month is in audio form for um, for longevity's sake. Speaking of longevity's sake, I should stop talking so that you can get some of your life back. So until tomorrow, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And here is my, oh my God, it's a ghost theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time and I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. I didn't stop recording. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. No. No. Unholy spirit. Leave this home, unholy spirit. Leave this home.